Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The NBA sent out uh, the NBA sent out a survey. So should we go one through 16? Should, uh, you know, World Cup, uh, World Cup like a soccer, you know, like group stages? Like, you know, like group stages. That's actually, a um, you know, one of the proposals on the table. Another one is a uh, like a 30-team tournament in which a team's not in the playoffs would get a chance to play their way in. And then on top of that, after, uh, there's the option of just leave, leave everything the same the way that it is. So I know I know Cam, you're pretty fired up for the one through sixteen, but you're intrigued by the group stage too, aren't you? Yeah, I am, Gabe. I, I think thirty teams. I think that one's absolutely stupid and ridiculous. But I have no problem with the World Cup staging style. I think it's great. Let's remember something, man. We just miss sports, and things are a little bit different under the pandemic right now. So you know what? I'm I'm all for creativity, and all these people on Twitter. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, that's what you said about the hockey proposal. I just want sports coming back. I got no problem with 1-16, to and I'll tell you something, Renzi, I don't even mind the World Cup-style stages. Those are the two I'd vote for. Let's reduce the amount of teams in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Well, I hear what you're saying. At this point in time, I'd bet on a couple of uh, dudes playing uh, soccer in the park behind your house. Get on the grid. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gable Renzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, we want to welcome all of our radio affiliates into the mix uh, right now on this way edition of the program. We've got a lot of stuff to get to, including NASCAR uh, tonight. It's been a long time. Been too long since we've had a NASCAR race. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like less than 24 <laughs> hours uh, ago. Kyle Busch nearly yeah. won again. Truck series. Uh, but uh, Elliott got it done. Yet, nevertheless, uh, we're racing once again. Uh, tonight in Charlotte. And, you know, Cam, it was the longest uh, NASCAR race in history on Sunday night. Tonight's going to be much shorter. Only 208 laps uh, tonight. So uh, tonight's going to be uh, more entertaining because let's be real. NASCAR's been back. And listen, it was cool. We had an overtime the other night in, in the Xfinity Series, but the races have been too long or they've been boring or they've been like, you know, oh, they got rain shortened, etc. I have a feeling tonight's going to be a fun one. Tonight's going to be a fun race. They've got data. They've been there all week now. Uh, They're going 208 laps. They can just sort of put the pedal to the metal before they move on uh, from this track. I expect a fun race. Yeah, you're right, Marenzi. And the other one, you know, you talk about it. Races ending, uh, you know, 12.30, 12.45, almost 1 o'clock in the morning. It's a little bit ridiculous, and we like racing. And things have been different. I know you're a big NASCAR buff, but just watching how it changes with the stage rules and, you know, Pit crew is everything. You got to be very, very fast. You lose position. And that's the one issue I'm having. We're, we've been on the right guys. We've had the guys that have dominated Alex Bowman a lot of the time. Every week, we seem like day late, dollar short. We pick the guy, and the guy wins the next race. Hopefully, tonight uh, we get it done, buddy, because uh, our accounts need a little bit of a boost if you get my drift. 
Yeah, we've had the right guys in the wrong races. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's true. yeah. <laughs> exactly. right, right guys, right guys, wrong a race is. So uh, Kevin Walsh, uh, Sports Grid's very own, uh, will join us in a couple of moments uh, time. Uh, we've got uh, Pete, uh, Pete Blackburn from uh, CBS Sports. We'll talk hockey with Pete. We have NHL playoff series prices, guys. Didn't take the odds makers long uh, to post series prices for the NHL. We've got a poll question uh, as well. We were talking about it uh, off the top of the program. For those of you watching on the television side uh, of things, uh, the NBA uh, sent out a, a survey to the owners, general managers, and, uh, and players, essentially, um, to get their feel. What's the best format to move forward? 1 through 16 has, has been uh, the buzz of the week. So 1, uh, one through 16, throw out uh, the conferences. We're playing 1 through 16. Um, another proposal that was put on the table um, is a, a World Cup group stage, sort of like soccer. So, you know, you basically have like five teams in a group, two teams move on, et cetera. And, um, you know, there's different tiers. So the top teams would, um, you know, they'd have easier, easier rides, so to speak. Uh, but it really isn't all that easy. Um, the other proposal um, is a 30-team. So basically give the teams that aren't in the playoffs, everybody, give the teams that aren't in the playoffs, they're going to play a mini tournament to get into the playoffs. So basically all 30 teams are involved. Or a proposal of, you know what, let's just go traditional. We go right to the playoffs, one versus eight, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, the nor- uh, the way that we normally uh, do so. I'll ask you, Cam. Your commissioner, Silver. You look nothing like him. I look more like him. Skinny, uh, alien-looking, bald dude. You look, uh, you look nothing like him. You look like more like my man, Spike Carlisle, except about a hundred pounds heavier. We got to yeah, get our Spike. boy, Spike Carlisle, the Alpha Ginger. This guy's a piece of work. Uh, one hundred and forty-five pounder, all ripped, big grin on his face. He's representing all the gingers like you, Cam. Yeah, I'm no alpha ginger. I'm just a ginger with blonde eyebrows, too. Yeah, I, I like your boy, Spike Carlisle. What a handle, too, in his crazy face. I hope he wins for you when you bet him on the UFC, Marenzi. But here, I will play Commissioner uh, Stern with a ferret on my head. Or, uh, sorry, Silver. What am I? What the hell am I talking about? See? Uh, but anyway, I will say this. Stern. World Cup yeah, stage. You, I know. What am I? I know, no, just, uh, yes, yes. Don't worry, Dory. I'm going to the Rams, St. Louis. No, 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 no. I, I, Adam, I'm Adam Silver, okay? Here's the way things are going to go down. We are not going to play the traditional one day. This is different times. We're in a different situation. We've had a break. We could have that any time. When life gets back to normal in a year and a half, let's go to one and eight. Let's just kind of move and change with the flow of the world right now and do something new. You either do one to 16. I told you I have no problem with it. I think it's a fantastic system. And Gabe, the group stage is fair too. I looked at it. I looked. I thought it was very, very well done. I like the way soccer does it, and I have no problem with it. In today's times, I don't want to see the traditional way. I'd actually like to see something different. And in my series, nobody has an asterisk beside it. I think it's very good. Both of those systems, to me, are the best. I would like to get away from the norm this year and try something new. They've talked about these ideas in the past. Let's make them happen now. To me, the group stage is just it becomes too complicated. It's just it's, it's too complicated. I do think the 1 through 16 is the best option. Uh, I, I, you know, listen, I, I understand. I don't have a problem if they just went traditional as well. But nah. under yeah. these circumstances, it's almost an opportunity to shake things up a little bit. Yes. They've wanted to do this in the past. There's been talk of a 1 through 16 in the past. Uh, but for financial reasons, it wasn't really feasible in which 
let's say hypothetically the I was going to say hypothetically the New York Knicks were playing the Portland Trailblazers, but the Knicks would actually have to be in the playoffs for that to happen. So, yes, they would. Let's say the, yes. Tron- the Toronto Raptors are playing the Sacramento Kings or something. All right, somehow the Kings make the playoffs. They don't in the first round. They don't want players flying three thousand miles back and forth. Right, Toronto to Portland, or you know yeah. San Antonio to Detroit, etc. Uh, you know, and that early in the playoffs. And I totally get it, uh, but. And we've all seen this. It's funny because people talk about tradition. Like, you know, look, like the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins. It gets old. The Montreal Canadiens and the Bruins. It, it gets old. It's like the same teams play each other all the time in the playoffs in these sports. And, you know, even the NFL. Ooh, the Eagles are playing the Cowboys again in a big game. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's nothing wrong with shaking things up a little bit. The 1 through 16 has a panache and, and sort of a – a simple, hey, it's a tournament. Let's get this thing done. We asked people uh, on Twitter, so here's our poll question of the day. Poll question, what playoff format do you prefer the most? Uh, 1 through 16, World Cup group stage style, 30-team tournament, or traditional uh, 1 through 8? And who is it close? 1 through 16, it's got 40% of the vote. And uh, the traditional 1 through 8's got 37 World Cup group stage, 14.7, 30-team turning 8%. You're one of the group stages, aren't you? You're one of the 14.7 percenters. Damn right I am. And you talk about it. I I, I don't mind being the 14 percenters. I got no problem with 1 to 16, too. I think those are the two ideas. I don't want to see a traditional, and you said it. I'm sick and tired of the same matchups all the time in football and hockey. Oh, great. You get to watch the Leafs get knocked out by the Bruins. Even those rivalries in the past gave Bruins and Canadians. They've been bastardized because they play each other time and time and time again, and it gets a little bit redundant. I'm just telling you, man. We talk about it. We are in different times right now, and let's try something new. This is a great opportunity for the leagues to actually try something, and how the hell are you not going to know if it's better if you don't try it? If you go to the 1-8 to system, we're not going to learn anything. At least with the 1-16, to 16, if things are what run well, efficiently, and fun, and we have different matchups, I think a lot of NBA fans and sport fans are going to be really happy. you got to take a chance. Life's about taking some risks. Change it up. Well, Kevin Walsh is going to join us in a couple of minutes, and uh, Kevin Walsh is a diehard L.A. Laker fan. No, no, he's not actually a diehard L.A. Laker fan. He's a diehard LeBron LeBron James sucker. (laughs) Uh, Hey, listen, I love love Walsh. I love our our boy Captain Click. Uh, I'm a big fan of Captain Click in Bunker's Basement in Queens, my boy in Queens, but that being stated, he's all LeBron all the time. So uh, we're going to get a LeBron perspective uh, on this because God knows LeBron's not joining us. So uh, Kevin Walsh, <laughs> the best we could do. He's our LeBron insider. <laughs> he's, he's our LeBron insider. But if you look at the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, there's no free pass for anybody in this one through 16, actually. Like we were no. talking about like the Clippers will get the Mavericks. They play the Mavericks anyways that. right now. If you know, you look at the LA Lakers, you open up with the Brooklyn Nets. I tell you what, you know, you come out of a long layoff, Kyrie Irving is rested, who knows, man, maybe Kevin Durant is back. And don't forget, guys, before we shut things down, man, Karis LeVert was dropping like 50 points a game and stuff like that. He was going off. This kid is a damn good player as well. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets aren't going to be a joke in the playoffs, whether they play a traditional format against the Raptors or whether they play against the Lakers. I almost want to see them play the Lakers because it would be that entertaining, uh, actually, so... Oh, you know, Cam's going to get us uh, caught up today. Kevin Walsh is going to step up and in game time decisions. We're talking pucks. We got series prices. 
Uh, Mick Aussie is going to join us. We'll talk a little AFL footy, get into some futures uh, there. Get on the grid. Game time decisions continues. Bring it. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and betting update. You want that edge cappers, you got to get on the grid. The NBA and NEAPA making progress on a plan to allow a limited number of family members to join players inside the Orlando bubble if that would presumably host the rest of the 2019-20 season. Family members would be subject to the same health and safety requirements as the NBA personnel would, including testing protocols for COVID-19, this according to ESPN. NBA Commission Adam Silver will address the league's Board of Governors in a call on Friday to discuss the league's multiple ideas in the return-to-play concept. Tom Thibodeau, the leading candidate to become the next coach of the New York uh, Knicks. The Knicks will begin the search soon, and a final decision is expected within a few weeks' time. Former Nets coach Kenny Atkinson also likely to receive an interview call. With the NBA assessing different formats to resume this season, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban put in his two cents. Cuban suggesting that a total of 20 franchises, 10 from each conference, should make the postseason and be reseeded across the league by their overall record. Then the bottom four would battle each other with the winners facing the 15 and 16 seeds in the shorter series. Following that, the playoffs would return to the traditional seven-game format. The Nevada Athletic Commission giving the UFC permission today to host its two next cards at promotional Apex in Las Vegas. Also, top-ranked boxing approved for two events for Vegas in June. Some MLB stars not impressed with the latest economic proposal by owners following a report that claimed pay cuts would come in tears with the league's top paid stars taking the biggest financial hit. A number of big names took to social media to blast the proposal. Mets hurler Marcus Stroman, Indians pitcher Mike Clevenger and Brewers lefty Brett Anderson. They came out publicly and ripped the owner's plan. Anderson says the league would be putting its most marketable players and best in a bad spot and it would make them very, very tough to come back and they have to bite salary in the future as well. The union plans to submit the league's proposal to the players before deciding whether or not to even continue negotiations. Not good news if you're a baseball fan. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly says the league is keen on having a Canadian city serve as a hub when the return to play in, is initiated. The problem is, Daly says, it uh, might not be possible due to the Canadian government's 14-day self-isolation order for all people entering the country. It's a huge hurdle the NHL is still trying to navigate. The league officially confirmed the 24 playoff and two hub cities yesterday in a press conference. And today, Columbus Blue Jackets forward Nick Foligno says there's going to be a huge problem going forward if the players can't see their families when the NHL returns. Other news, Detroit Red Wings GM Steve Eiserman says coach Jeff Blaschel will remain coach of the struggling club. He says it's not his fault with circumstances tough and a rebuilding team in golf. Bill Mickelson has huge ideas for the future edition of the match. He says the 49-year-old, he wants Michael Jordan there, Patrick Mahomes, and Steph Curry, who's a great golfer, as potential candidates for future events. That would also feature Tiger Woods after the success of the Champions for Charity match. And NASCAR tonight, the Alsco Uniforms 500 from Charlotte Motor Speedway. William Byron, he has the pole position. Martin Truex Jr., the betting favorite right now at 4-1. Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, the next on the betting board. They sit at 5-1. to one. Soccer News MLS says they're going to allow soccer teams to stay in their home markets until June 21st. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your sports update. Now back to host Gabe Morenci on Game Time Decisions on Sports Grid. Get on the grid, everybody. All right, Game Time Decisions uh, continues. I am Gabe Morenci. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, out there and everybody watching us on whatever platform you are checking us out on. Uh, Kevin Walsh will step up and in. Uh, in a moment, we're talking NBA basketball and the uh, the format, the playoff format. Should it be a 1 through 16? Should it be the traditional 1-8 East-West? Should they shake it up? Uh, Scotty Farrell style. A shout out to my main man, our boy, you the man, uh, Scotty Farrell, uh, weekdays 4 o'clock. 
uh, of course. Um, should they shake it up and go for a, a World Cup group stage or a 30-team 30, 30 sort of tournament in which even the um, the dregs of the league get an opportunity <laughs> to play themselves in? Now, let's be real. You know, they're looking for a way. You brought it up, Kevin. and I said it. Listen, the NBA is fine without Zion, all right? The kid just yep. got here. So, you know, the playoffs will be fine without Zion Williamson in the mix. But I get it. You know, they wouldn't mind giving him an opportunity to, to play himself in here. Uh, but we all know that really the 1 through 16 is a vast conspiracy um, just to pit the L.A. Lakers and the L.A. Clippers together uh, in the finals. Uh, but uh, is Kevin Walsh ready to go? His captain is uh, Mr. Laker, Larry Laker, ready? Larry <laughs> Laker! There's Larry Laker. Larry What's Laker going on, uh, Oh, uh, Gabe, look at, look, at basement at, Queens. look at Archie Bunker's basement. He's even got bowling trophies. That's when you know you're in Archie Bunker's basement. Where that's, he's it's, got a, bowling it's, it's a Bud Light bottle. That's a bowling pin. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm saying over your head, I see a bowling trophy as well. Is oh, your dad, uh, oh, dad, does he throw a th- <laughs> yeah. 300? Yeah, there's 300 plaques in the basement. Yeah, he's right at 300. What did you say? He's got a 299 plaque up there, too? Yeah, there's a 299 plaque, too. I guess he just reminds himself that, you know, you're always right there for the next step to greatness, something uh, like that, maybe. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> All right, so, so, good. so let's get down to business. Uh, let's get down to business. I brought it up earlier. I said, uh, you know, you're a big uh, LeBron. You're one of the uh, – you're, you're on Team LeBron. You're like Kendrick Perkins. You say, I'm glad LeBron's uh, my goat, not, not Michael Jordan. I tell you what, Perkins, you're going to be lucky if you're still on TV. You keep on ripping MJ like this every day, right? This guy, you're going to end up You know know that LeBron's got ESPN where he wants him. MJ should thank LeBron for the last dance getting those ratings since he snapped his fingers and got that thing out in time. He did. It goes to show the power of LeBron, huh? He said, you guys should hear that right now instead of waiting until September. And they were like, yes, sir, Mr. King. Whatever you say, Mr. King. done. (laughs) Yes, 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 sir. Uh, Mr. Kick. All right, so we we got the poll question up, um, and it's very, very, very close, actually, uh, mm-hmm. between the 1 through 16 and a traditional. 40% of respondents, up to nearly 200 right now, um, say 40% like the 1 through 16. 37%, it's been coming on, the traditional 1 through 8 East-West. Cam likes this World Cup group stage uh, stuff. Um, which is cool, but too complicated, in my opinion. And uh, Mark Cuban wants all teams to participate. And uh, that, that's got the lowest love. That's got 7% in our poll. So yeah. I'll ask you, Commissioner Walsh, which yeah. one are you deciding on if you're in charge? Yeah, so I'm personally in fan of keeping things traditional because changing up these things drastically when you've already played 75% of the season feels a little ridiculous. Like teams have been playing under a premise, right? Like, the Bucks being the number one overall team based on their schedule and their record has to do with them being the champions in the Eastern Conference. Like, what about people that are out there playing conference odds bets? Like, we but haven't had that enough, play out. Ironically enough, I just want to jump in and say the Bucks would actually play the uh, the Magic in either format. Well, that's yes. I'll say this. I do believe that there is something to be said. The reason why the 16-team things has more legs is because – they're not introducing a new team. Like, as much as Damian Lillard's like, this isn't fair, you have a worse record than the Magic. You maybe need to talk yeah. a little bit less right now because you should have a better record than Nikola Vucevic. Like, please. So you're like, telling so, Damian Lillard to shut up then? 
Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> I'm I like Damian Lillard a lot. I'm going to tell him. Okay. He's going to write. He's going to write a song about you. This you. I bought a Damian that Lillard shirt that Queen. gave you a free copy of the album. Now I didn't listen to the album, but that's as much support as you could possibly imagine. Yeah, but I okay, didn't need yeah, the album. Yeah, yeah. It was free with the T-shirt, but it was a nice T-shirt. No, you're right. I, I just think thing. that if we. I just think the traditional way is the best way to go. I will say this: the World Cup stuff is cool. It's fascinating. But that's how we open this thing all the way up then into the asterisk stuff because we're playing under a completely different set of rules then. Yeah, I'm, you know, also, so, I'm just going to say that. I was just going to say, and me and Gabe were talking about it, buddy. Like, I think this is the time, though, to try these experiments. The NBA is one of those leagues, global league. But you do bring up good points. They play, I, I, and I agree with a lot of the things you said. I'm saying the 1-16, to 16, it works. Like, you know what they're doing in hockey? It works because they've talked about this before. If we're not going to do it now, when are we going to do it? That's kind of my point, Kevin. I know Gabe, I'm not sure if he agrees with me, but I think this is a great time to experiment with somebody. And no, there's not going to be an asterisk, in my opinion. You're playing through some tough, tough circumstances right now. You're the champion. You get a ring. You throw the damn parade. That's my take. What do you say there, uh, Bunker's Basement? <laughs> no, listen, I, I think the asterisk stuff is silly. I, I really do. Everyone is playing under the exact same set of circumstances. The asterisk stuff is when... You know, people are like, oh, LeBron lost in the finals without Kyrie and Kevin Love. Like, let's tell the full story there. So I agree with you on that. I think the World Cup is so drastic. That's where things get a little bit hairy. I agree with you in this sense, though. They've wanted to change these rules forever. And one of the reasons that they can't, you see it perfectly with the Lakers matchup. They play the Nets. That travel is impossible from games five to six to seven because everybody's in the same place. It gives them the flexibility. If they ever wanted to try it, now would be the time. So the, the Lakers, looking at it from a Laker uh, perspective, because it's LeBron's world, we're all just living in it. So looking at it from a Laker perspective, hey, listen, it's not a free pass playing against the Brooklyn Nets. Not a free pass playing against a well-rested Brooklyn Nets. We'll see if KD uh, comes back. For me, I'd find it to be a very entertaining uh, series, uh, actually. I think that series would be a lot of fun. So I, I would look forward to that. Then the Lakers after that. Uh, would play the winner of the Houston Rockets and the Utah Jazz, um, which that's that's a fun series. And then after that, the Lakers season would come to an end because they would play the defending champion <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Uh, they'd play the Raptors um, after that. And then potentially the Clippers, which a lot of people, including myself, think that's what the NBA really wants. That's what they're getting at. They'd love to have L.A. versus L.A., LeBron versus Kawhi uh, in the finals. Um, so that's the Lakers' path. Brooklyn Nets, winner of the Houston and Utah. If Toronto mm -hmm. gets there, Toronto would play the Memphis Grizzlies. Then they would play the winner of the Denver Nuggets and the Pacers, which I don't think would be an easy series for the Raptors. I think they, they, the Nuggets would be a tough matchup for the Raptors, even though I think the Raptors could win. And then it would potentially be the, the um, it would be the Lakers versus Raptors in the semifinals. What do you think of the matchups for the Lakers? I think it's interesting. I, I think there's some give and take here. The Raptors are no slouch, right? And I think this hopefully opens up people's mind. Like, no, the Clippers are not a top three team record-wise. It's the team he used to play for. Like, the Raptors do need their due. I think from the Lakers' perspective, right, because you and I talked a little bit, Gabe, you're like, care for what you wish for. So I'm wishing for nothing. But I think that LeBron and co. would probably rather avoid one of the Clippers or Bucks. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't disagree with. I, you know, no one. That, that's the whole thing. This is why I don't like it from an Eastern Conference uh, perspective. Uh, team 
is the fact that if you're like the Raptors, Cam, let's say you're the Raptors or you're the Bucks, yep. you know, like the whole good thing about the L.A. teams, as dangerous as they were, only one of them could make it. Exactly. It's like the NBA is getting their wish right yes. now, right? It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, whatever. They're really good, but only one of these teams can make it to the finals. You don't have to play the Lakers and the Clippers. Yes. Now it sort of sets up, and it makes things more challenging. Um, yeah, with all this long layoff, Kevin, with this long layoff, we don't know how teams are going to respond. I think mm-hmm. LeBron will respond well. I think respond, oh, but you know, time. I read a good, uh, I read a good uh, quote. Um, somebody had a good line about the Lakers, and they said the Lakers couldn't shoot before the lockdown. Are they going to be able to shoot now, coming out of the lockdown? Yeah, listen, the, what do you think about that, there, Walsh? There has to be some crazy upset, right, that comes with this. There's far too much variance being pushed into the field for there not to be some wild, unforeseen upset. But I don't know where it comes from. Like, I got to be honest with you. I don't personally find the first-round matchups in the 1-16 through 16 reseeding format to be all that sexy. Like, a lot of them are repeats. You mentioned the Bucks still play the Magic. The Pork Celtics still have to play the Sixers, which mm. is awful for them because that, to me, is their nightmare matchup. Like, Nuggets Pacers, like, are you super excited about that? Heat Thunder's cool, but I don't know. I just don't think the matchups are even all that, like, enticing. The Rockets are winners because they get to play the Broken Jazz. And hey, listen, the Clippers, the Clippers and the um... – the Clippers and the Mavericks is a fun series, but they would play anyways. Actually, yeah, exactly. They they exactly. they would actually play under the old. They would play under the old format. I think the Oklahoma City Miami matchup is fun. Houston Utah they've played each other anyways. I get it. Even though you shake it up, it, it's not great. I you know shaking it up though, I like it better. I find the NHL matchups aren't great. I'm like, yeah, whatever. They're not mm. that flashy or sexy. Eh, but then, nice. you know, just the, there's a few games like settle that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I I think we all got to stay positive here. We're just get sports back. I I, like Kevin. I got to tell you one thing about this COVID-19 thing. My attitude has changed about everything. I'm just loose with any idea now. Let's just, you know, I just want to watch something other than a a horse racer or an NASCAR guy who comes in second every damn night. This is, I'll tell you this though. I made a point to make sure I watched game time decisions after um, the Rory McLemore, Dustin Johnson disaster. Because I yes, saw how you yes. guys got screwed. I made a point. Oh. So that's a scenario to care for what you wish for. And we all know it, right? Like that first NHL game, there's going to be a stupid shootout that they didn't say was in the rules. The NBA is also going to be a three-point contest to decide the NBA champion. So, yeah, I want it back too, right? But once the money starts getting put down, we welcome ourselves into a world of hurt probably. Yeah, the NBA, the NBA uh, you guys didn't hear, they're going to pass a, a rule. It's going to be a new five-point shot. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a line after. All right, hang in here, yeah. Kevin. We'll get to get into more on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time to sit and continue. Get on the grid. I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to everybody tuning in on whatever uh, platform, station, or medium you are kicking it uh, with us. 
Uh, we're going to be talking hockey. We'll get into the hockey series prices. Didn't take FanDuel long. Didn't take the Westgate long. FanDuel, Jersey, Westgate, Las Vegas, Nevada uh, to post NHL series prices. Um, you know, we're still still probably about six to eight weeks away, though, actually, guys, if not a little bit more, uh, to be honest. Uh, but um, if you're going to run a marathon, as both uh, Kevin Walsh and Cam Stewart both do two times a year, actually, uh, you yes, guys please. both know being uh, <laughs> runners. You're right, and I'm going to tell you, Walsh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, chunky guy that loves wings and stuff, but uh, during this pandemic, uh, for the last uh, four days, I've actually exercised. So we're off to no, a good Kim. start, buddy, a couple times around the track, and even the neighbors are giving me the thumbs up. Shed a few there, buddy. Shed a few. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, they can. The There's something in you it's in the big now. guy jeans. I'm doing a 10K steps a day. I try and get my my steps now. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, and, and everyone's, oh, so nice that you're actually not, you know, sitting on the couch the whole day. Like, that's what you do. We play the long game, Gabe, us people of, of a larger size. Because now, yeah, less expectations. Yeah, see, call, little Walsh, that's why boys about, loved you. <laughs> little known fact about Kevin Walsh is he was the reason that uh, Mayor Bloomberg at the time created the, uh, the slushy law. <laughs> Oh, you're not allowed to have the big slushy. Too much sugar. They too big. said shut too it, they it like, down. This kid's buying two a day. You got to be kidding me. That's a diabetes slush. I know. Yeah, but the, the value is so good. good, Cam. I'm a it value guy. You're so right, Kevin. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, when you're there, you know, you go to the States and I'm like, wow, okay, a regular one's 99 cents for five cents more. I can get something that's four times bigger. You'd be an idiot yeah. not to. That's what I'm saying. All right, what uh, do you so... want me to do for being smart with my money? That I get punished. Exactly. Unbelievable. So the, there's we got breaking news. Well, it's nothing really that yeah. big, but another potential story about an NBA playoff uh, format in which – now they're talking about a 2014 playoff, similar to the National Hockey League, because these leagues are all going to watch and copy. Uh, they're all going to watch and copy uh, each other. And basically, you know, Damian Lillard was saying, oh, I'm not going to play unless I'm involved. And the conspiracy theorists out there are going to start to believe, and maybe rightfully so, that they really are just trying to get Zion into the playoffs here, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin, because they're talking about a 16-team 16 current postseason teams, along with four Western Conference bubble teams. What do you guys care so much about the Portland Trailblazers for? Yeah, it's not. It's about Zion. So it would be the Portland Trailblazers, New Orleans Pelicans, the Sacramento Kings, and San Antonio Spurs, a slightly expanded version with 24 teams, and a pool play proposal based on the World Cup sorted to get in. The NBA's push to get the West teams to Orlando is based on the wide-open nature the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, um, they lead Washington by five and a half games. The eighth seed in Memphis, Grizzlies, only have a three and a half game lead uh, over their competitors. So that's where this comes in. Are we getting out of hand now here, Kevin? What do you think? It's such a it's such BS that the two game difference is. is enough to say it's enough to bring four. This is to get Zion in. Of course it is, Gabe. Of course it is. 
We've talked about this, Marenzi, and I'm going to tell you something, buddy. This this Zion situation, it's bigger. You talk about it. There are other stars in the league. We got LeBron. We got Kawhi. We got all these guys. We got AD. But Zion came into the league. He ripped it up. We talked about the betting props. Just another star, young, good for the league. And you know it's true, Gabe. That's what they're going to do. More, more eyes more eyes on TVs. The league, you said it. I agree with you. The league doesn't need Zion, but it doesn't hurt the NBA to bring the play in and to get him more involved because he is a popular player. It's only his damn rookie year, and that's another star. The NBA talks about it. Hockey doesn't promote its stars, but the NBA does. And Zion is mm-hmm. good for business. I said it before. Kevin? Yeah, no. He, I mean, look, even if he's going to be on a minutes restriction, Zion is looking to be a future star of this league. I will say this. The NBA at some point should look themselves in the face because they keep going, man, why is the West so stacked? It's that stupid lottery. The Bobcats had the worst team I've ever seen. Anthony Davis ends up in the Pelicans, not the Bobcats. The Knicks, worst team in the league, had a chance to get Zion. What happens? The Pelicans win the damn lottery again. The, re- the lottery is a point. big part of why the West stays stacked because they seemingly just keep getting luck of the draw. Yeah, and um, yeah. there's also a bias uh, as well, right? Well, as, as we're yeah, seeing right now. Don't, don't think for a second. West. Well, don't think for a second as well that they're not trying to get Zion in, that they're not trying um, to, to potentially get a Kawhi versus LeBron in the NBA Finals. That's, you know, oh, it's too bad they would have to play each other in the semifinals. So what a coincidence. The one through 16 uh, gets the big push uh, right now. It'll be interesting to see because Eastern Conference general managers aren't going to be overly thrilled uh, with some of the matchups. But nobody really gets a free pass in any of this. And, you know, I think that, listen, I'm not buying into the asterisk stuff uh, either. It's going to be a unique situation, but everybody is playing. Under the same uh, under the same circumstances, the group stage, I just I think it's too complicated. People keep talking about this group stage, this group stage uh, over the last uh, 24 hours, and you know, in 48 hours, you know everything that they put out there. They want to get the public's opinion. They want to get a feel for how people are responding to things, and people seem to be responding most favorably, guys, to the one through 16 more than anything else. Yeah, I. I... I really do think that the group stage thing is cool. It is just so drastically different. It feels like we're playing something completely separate. And that to me is to make that type of change midseason. I agree, Cam. Like now is the time to experiment. If you really want, yeah. you can sell me then on doing the one through 16 reseeding. I just think the group thing is so, so drastic. I think because you guys both know this, they've wanted to do one through 16 for so long. The fact that they get to do this now, eliminate the travel issue, and the fact that it just so evens up that it's eight from the east and eight from the west with the best 16 records, I do think that is our end result. Now, you know, the group stages would be into possible group stage draws would be broken down into tiers uh, with basically the top four seeds Mm -hmm. in the NBA uh, being in each group. Uh, A group would be the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Utah Jazz, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Portland Trailblazers. And two group, two teams would move on per group. So, mm-hmm. you know, the top two teams would move on uh, through that. Bucks, Jazz, Sixers, Grizzlies, and Blazers. Would you say, guys, the Bucks and Jazz get through or the Bucks, Bucks and, and Sixers. Sixers get through that? 
Yeah, I, I'm on the Sixers. Sixers. I mean, I'm so out on the Jazz, it's not even funny. Like, you lose Bogdanovich. I don't know if Joe Ingles is really going to come back. BS that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have smoothed things over. I am so far out on the Jazz. I'd, I would not touch them with a 10-foot pole when it comes to whenever this thing restarts. See, that's why I would. Rudy Gobert is going to score like 55 points a game. Nobody's going to go near him. No, yeah, he's going to wear him. He's going to dribble a basketball. He's going to the basketball. And Donovan's not giving him that damn ball. I normally, hey, don't goes <laughs> I normally don't advocate this, but if I was Gobert, I'd be coughing on the court and stuff. Oh, <laughs> you trying to get guys away from me? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be like a movie. Uh, They're going to send two to Donovan Mitchell. Gobert's going to be like, I'm open, I'm open. And he's not going to pass it to him. He's just going to kick it back out to Mike Conley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so the Lakers, this is an interesting stage uh, group. The Lakers, the Heat, the Rockets, the Magic, and the Pelicans. Lakers, Ooh, that's tough. That's Lakers, tough. Heat, Rockets, Magic, and Pelicans. See, you want Zion in the mix there? There you go. You get a little LeBron and, uh, and Zion action there. I mean, look, I mean, that's a dream for them, right? I mean, it's, but that is a group of death. You know this. See, it's only because of you, Gabe, that I feel very confident that in this random draw, the Raptors end up in the group of death. It's too much content for you to not be able to up, be upset that they end up giving you that exact bracket to swap the, La- the Lakers and the Raptors. You know it. No, I would snap if we get to uh, I like. To, I don't mind yeah. the Raptors group now. Raptors, Celtics, Thunder, Mavericks, and Spurs. Uh, oh, clearly, right. the Raptors would go under. Clearly, they'd go undefeated. They'd run. Uh, they'd run the table uh, through through that group, and then, you know they just sort of move on easily after that. Group four. Right. I tell you what, if the Clippers, Clippers, Nuggets, Pacers, Nets, and Kings. See any any one of these formats is just fresher than a traditional 1-8 at this point. You know, that, I think that you know, that's that's the key. You know, guys, my gut tells me they're going to end up going with this 2014 crap. They're going to end up doing a little play-in stuff. You know, they're yeah, going to try like, – because to them, it's money, right? They, you know, so they have the playoffs. They're going to make money off the playoffs. The advertising rates are going to be through the roof. Networks are yeah. going to get their money back and et cetera. But they'll think, all right, how can we get more money out of this? How can we squeeze yeah. more money out of this? And one way to squeeze money out of it will be, you know what? You know, people are going to watch. Tell me. Come on. People watch Portland, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Grizzlies in a little play-in tournament. People would watch that for sure. Six million people watch the boring golf charity skins game. You know, you'd have like you know, 20 million people. Uh, you know, it wasn't totally people boring, be but yeah, it was pretty good. It, it, it had its moments. Uh, games, uh, I, I told him, we had this discussion the other day, too. Like, the Wolf McElroy oh, stuff, Tom Brady that was a train wreck. Oh, that was a train oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady, uh, don't wear your slacks so tight. Hey, Under Armour, ring, ring, we're on the line. Give TB new slacks. I'll tell you yeah. this, Morenci, it wasn't as bad as you thought. The first one, though, if I see, ever see Dustin Johnson in a format like that, you might as well just smash your TV. That's boring television. This guy doesn't talk. One thing was... The- Tom uh, Brady, no, I don't. I don't believe. Uh, I don't. I don't believe anything this guy says. All right, it's got to be honest uh, with you. Him and Mickelson, <laughs> team cheat. Uh, so uh, Brady, Brady shared his nine nine thoughts. Uh, nine thoughts from the experience. Oh, wow. Brady's nine takeaways. Okay. Yeah, not nine. Yeah, just like uh, incidentally, I don't know. Just like his Why new documentary series going to be nine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nine, nine parts. Some... Nine thoughts. Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> 
probably some uh, weird, like, uh, you know, glass crystal pyramid type stuff he's into. Yeah, New Age right. 9 or something. So he says, amazing what happens when groups of, uh, of uh, people come together for the common good. Number two, Peyton is still as clutch as ever. Number three, I did not escape the inclement weather. Heavy stuff all day. Number four, this is why I don't believe him. I shouldn't wear the same pants to golf that I wear to church. Yeah, like you went to church earlier in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I like you to don't wear those pants that. to church. That's a lie. <laughs> I, I want to see lie. a video of that. Yeah. Here's a, as great as Phil Mickelson is a golfer, he's a better man, coach, and teammate, and has potentially the best calves on a PGA Tour. Mm, big calf. Um, number six, I really enjoy golf. At halftime of football games, we get checked for concussions. In golf, you get refreshments. Uh, number seven, all it was right, nice Tom? to be the yeah. young guy again, uh, which he didn't look all that young. Uh, number eight, Tiger Woods was a great host and champion. I want to thank him for introducing me to the porn stars and hookers. No, no, I, I added that part. Tiger Woods was a great host and champion. I'm especially thankful that he missed that part on the seventh hole. Had he made it, I would have went uh, home. Number nine, I'm sticking to my day job of cheating in the NFL. <laughs> Listen, he, he should though. We did, man, you're going to hate this, but we did a little like schedule uh, preview on the early line, myself and Dane Martinez. And I know BS had him going 13 and three, and I hated I hated it. But like their schedule does line up pretty nicely for them. I know 13 and three. Listen, I don't actually think they'll be 13 and three, but they got a pretty fair roster. If that defense is able to repeat what they did last three. year, no, I, know. Nine, I know, I know, I know. I should have said the Colts were going to go 13 and three. My mistake. I was going to say I'm sorry we're out of time, Walsh, but with that horrible uh, take on the way out, I'm glad we're out of time. <laughs> Watch AEW tonight. Beers, Listen, you're lucky you got basement. me here on a Wednesday. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. I am Gabriel Morenci throwing it down to Ranger Redhead Cam Stewart. Mick Aussie on the radar a little bit uh, later on. Crazy uh, Mickamaniac will step up and in. And uh, we got uh, Pete Blackburn will uh, join us from uh, CBS Sports. We'll talk uh, some NHL hockey. We didn't get to the series prices uh, yet on this show. Uh, we will on uh, the other side. NASCAR. Uh, tonight, got another NASCAR race. NASCAR has just been uh, coming at us fast and furious. Updated odds right now. Uh, we got Chase Elliott at plus 550. You got Kyle Busch at plus 600. You got Martin Truex at plus 600. You got Alex Bowman at plus uh, plus 650 uh, right now. Kevin Harvick is 8-1. to one. Jimmy J, Jimmy Johnson, 9-1. to one. Brad Keselowski, 10-1. to one. Joey Logano, 11-1. to one. Denny Hamlin, 13 to 1. Um, I like Martin Truex coming into this track. It really hasn't happened uh, for him, but it's happened a couple of times already since NASCAR's come back, uh, Cam, that I've taken a guy, I didn't take him, and then he wins the next race. So I really do want to go back uh, to, to Martin Truex here. And I'll tell you what, FanDuel's got uh, plus 600, Bet365's got plus 550 uh, right now for Truex. 
That's not bad. I do think Bowman's in the mix. I'd like to be getting yep. a little bit more than the six to one or plus six fifty uh, for for Bowman. William Byron's been knocking on a door as well. He's at uh, in the sixteen to one range right now, but I'm keeping it simple. I'm taking Martin Truex Jr. to win this race. Yeah, I got no problem. Truex is a good pick. Uh, I'm not going to get off the Bowman train, Gabe. So I found him. Uh, I got plus six fifty. I saw him at once at seven to one. I like Byron. He's got the pole in this race. Sixteen to one is a good price for a guy that's been sniffing around the top. Those are my two plays. I'm going to ride Bowman. I'm going to take a shot with Byron. And I like your Truex pick. We can't bet on everybody, but I like those three. Hopefully, one of us hits. You know, it'll be interesting to see if, if somebody can go back-to-back, which we haven't seen uh, since they've come back. Kislowski won the other night. Can he come back again? He was very fired up to win. He's 9-1. Get on the grid. Hour 2 coming up. The morning after. Aaron Rodgers spoke to me media a few days ago. He has a sincere desire to finish out his career in Green Bay, despite the Packers selecting the first-round pick Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. The way that he framed that comment was just so Aaron Rodgers, like, subtle dig, passive-aggressive, California boy trying to be cool but still show his opinion at the same time. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.